Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. going on this is the go along podcast live at hamburg brewing company jim what's happening feels good to be back we always we always get a little more energy when we're here in the building and a little more there we go cheers cheers so this feels good what time is it again i think it's uh 12 38 on a thursday so i'm a big beer for beer for breakfast guy usually um then gradually like to get a little stronger but this is this works a rookie mistake though on your part jim you know we had a we were talking about the show what we want to get into over an oktoberfest here at hamburg and then i said jim do you want a second beer you said no and i secured a louis you're down to a couple sips i mean is are those two sips gonna last you this this hour i feel like there's a way i'm gonna be able to get one more but if not that is a rookie mistake. Zoom does have a pause feature, so we can always hit pause <laughs> and, and resupply. But uh, yes, we're here at Hamburg Brewing Company. Huge, huge thank you again to everybody who made our kickoff bash um, on the eve of the season. That was a lot of fun. We want to do it again for sure. Um, indoors, I guess as it gets colder, probably. Probably right where we are right now, right where we had the draft party. Yeah, this is a good area. It's a great spot. So come on in, Hamburg Brewing Company. Get your Oktoberfest, your Sours, your IPAs, anything and everything you need. They support this podcast, and we are very, very grateful. A little bit lager now is still 8.0. I mean, we can't forget about a little bit lager now. It's a sneaky eight. And it's football season. I just feel like you always have to have at least one of those. You do. You do have to get a little bit lager now. Um, You know, we have a a loyal subscriber listener, Joe Pinzoni, down in uh, New York State. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, he's a happy hour guy, right? He's a happy hour guy. And, uh, going on the record with this, his idea was to get a go long beer going. We might have to talk to uh, Johnny Whoa. Russo and get a go long IPA double, at least a double. That could change our life. It could. <laughs> All right. We're sitting on a multi million dollar idea here. So we'll go back with the brewers. We'll, we'll, we'll whip something up. It They're great be, guys. It'll have to be strong. Eight Very point, strong. You need an eight, yeah. 7.5, 8.0. Dub it. No, I think double digits. Oh, I like that. Yeah, double digits for sure. Have you gotten pumpkin yet? I mean, I know we're going to another brewery, but that's it's getting close to pumpkin beer it's season. It's close. I have a love-hate relationship with that. I, <laughs> I get it. You know, I'm, I'm into the pumpkins. Yeah. It's just a little much this time of year, but I get it. It's yeah. fun. 
I do like pumpkin donuts and I mean, it's good. Ella's favorite word right now. Pumpkin. 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 Everything's pumpkin. It's a great time after, of year. After a couple little bit lager nows, that's all yeah. I say too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got some teams and some quarterbacks looking like pumpkins. Man. I call that a, a segue, a transition yeah. in the biz, Jim. The but, roller uh, coaster ride of yes. the NFL has begun. We're two weeks in. We had our... You know, week one, we thought everything was in stone. Week two, everything changed already. Yeah. Saints don't know if Jameis Winston's good enough again. They had to put the gimmick man in a little bit to run around yeah. and take I'm staying on that off. hill. I'll die on that hill. That's no, fine. he's just watching him. He's still playing prepared, and they have a good offensive line. It, it's it's going to help any quarterback when you can run the ball, and it yeah. makes it a lot harder when you can't. And the Saints weren't able to run the ball last week. Carolina's defense mm-hmm. right now is playing at a high level, both – pass defense and run defense they're blitzing they're physical yeah. now they play tonight against houston um with the rookie quarterback davis mills so that's gonna be interesting how the rookie handles this good team but short weeks are always funny when you travel <laughs> defense travels pretty well but we'll see if darnold keeps playing well the saints did a nice job of stopping mccaffrey not giving up big plays but darnold played a really good game and they have weapons i dj Moore. i just there's certain receivers that just show up all the time when you watch tape and you don't hear a lot about in the media like Christian Kirk, I mentioned in the bonus yes, report today, yes. and um, um, who's the Giants? Um, why am I drawing a blank? Sterling Shepard is every in that game, category. every game. Mark, yeah. Mark Ross, friend of the program, draft yes. pick from years ago. That was not a Dave Gettleman pick. That was a Jerry Reese, Mark Ross selection. They could, they could probably use Mark Ross right about now. They're about to look. They're going to be looking for one soon. Mm. But Daniel Jones has shown life. Yes, I mean he, he's he showing played, he life. played great in that Thursday he's, night game. He really did, and I, I mean, to you know, put I'm, it right on Slayton's hands deep. You can't, and that's the thing you can't take that. And that's why I say yeah. you can't not. You know, you gotta give him credit for that play. That's a that's a good throw that should have been caught. You nailed it too with your first Monus report. And everybody out there, please, every Thursday morning, Jim Monus will have a column at GoLongTD.com. The Monus report, musings, takes, insights, and of course the quarterback rankings, which we are going to get into at length on this podcast, but. You put it perfectly. Saquon just might be a guy. Home run hitter. He's a home run hitter. Home run hitter. There's size and speed for sure. But to put that type of fourth pick of the draft mm-hmm. on a guy, that he better change your franchise. And I just don't see Barkley as that natural vision, create his own runs. Now, he's so good in the screen game, natural mm-hmm. hands, and he's just so powerful. Like, I'm not trying to take away his talent. I'm taking away the value of where he was picked. You know, we obviously – covered and wrote and talked about the the 17 draft ad nauseum it might be time at uh go long to look at that 18 draft yeah and really break that it's down that time. now you can start yeah. Really, yeah that's a good call because i think there were a lot of giant fans that wanted a quarterback and now we're sam darnold i mean within that joe brady offense it, it's, it's a perfect marriage it, everything is in rhythm everything is smooth <clears throat> they've got an answer for every coverage every pressure i mean it, that was a defense in new orleans that just beat the everlasting just snot out of the Packers and they the MVP. It, and they've done it to pretty – the Saints do that to pretty much everybody with that defense. The Panthers made them look – The Panthers earned that win, I will say. They earned it. Um, they had to fight for everything, really. But, yes, they for Darnold to come in that game and play the way he did shows you – well, it shows you one thing, that he certainly has ability. Mm-hmm. Next thing it shows you is what the Jets did with Darnold is what Jacksonville is doing to Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. is these guys need time. They yeah. need help. They need a plan in place. The Jets threw Darnold into the wolves, you know, and it was just a mess. 
And I feel that way watching Jacksonville right now, Trevor Lawrence. It's like, what are you guys trying to do with him? What's the plan for him? And it's right now, it's like, go out there and win us the game, Trevor. I mean, he came out last week and had a great first drive against Denver, who has mm-hmm. a really good defense. Lawrence takes him right downfield and scores. And you're like, there he is. The rest of the game, it was complete debacle. It was chaos. It was pressure. It was him missing throws, not being accurate, not being a good decision maker. And I, everybody knows Trevor Lawrence is talented. Zach Wilson's talented. But, man, if you can't protect these rookies, you better have a plan in place. Yeah. I think – and, and just to reset quick, yeah, like sorry. we're, we're going to, oh, I'm, there, I, I love it. Cause it gets right I'm into, too, we I'm have to get excited. A, oh, well, yeah. Hey, you know what? It's we're in Hamburg. We're at the brewery. Summer's like changing it. the fall. Yeah. Right. Like brewery. It feels, it feels right. It's, I feel like we can actually kind of bite her, <laughs> take a bite into this league a little, you know, digest <laughs> it. So no, but first let, let's start there with your quarterback rankings. Yep. Um, the eye in the sky. And later in the show, we're going to get into, Obviously, a lot of Bills listeners here want to know Josh Allen. Will the re- real Josh Allen stand up? Um, you've watched every snap of his since he came into the league. I mean, obviously, the Bills let you go that year before. Yeah. So you were right involved with all this quarterback transitioning with the team, with the league. Um, so we'll get into Josh Allen. I want to talk about the Miami Dolphins later. I want to write on them for Friday morning, I think. So we'll have a story. Maybe you even read it by now. Um, but definitely want to get into the Dolphins because I like it. I like it. You're up to be a Dolphins fan right now. Um, Bucks Rams is probably the game of the week. Aaron Rodgers, we always tend to come back to Aaron Rodgers. And he, uh, he loads the media. But uh, in the media, he had some things to say himself. So I, do you feel like he's always talking to you or at this point do you feel like he's just talking to the media no he, he was aiming at Jermichael <laughs> finley actually you know so now he's pretty last happy. week was me jim last week so now yeah. he's now he's fine moving on to Jermichael. yeah no you're, you can't you cannot criticize him and, and pretend to be in his brain not, not allowed um, I, I just gosh i love aaron Rodgers so much as a talent and he's unbelievable and he played just, he played well it is it's so this whole situation's just been, you know, especially being with you on this pod and knowing, you know, and yeah. hearing, and it's just, you know, what I think about Jim is, and he's on a sublime talent and one of the best players ever. Like, I, we don't need to qualify everything no. we say with that, but it's no, that's right. the fact of the matter. You're right. Um, but it is interesting. I just think the, uh, the the hypocrisy of of blasting anonymous sourcing when he <laughs> communicated as an anonymous source sorcerer's agent all off season for six months holding the team hostage i mean that's that's interesting and the hypocrisy of you know const, constantly i mean we weekly just right. railing against sports media and you know seeing people are only looking for clicks and headlines and this and that when he says something on the mcafee show which is entertaining show i go on mad dog sports radio a lot myself say something there and then it's tweeted out and boom i mean the it it, it it's it detonates so i don't know just it's just a little odd and the old answer is he could just do a little less of that and hey man just get your team the super bowl and let that do the talking for you but Damn. he seems to have a passion to get his opinion out yeah there. the narrative means a great deal to, to him. him it does it does he's proven that it does i mean you beat the detroit lions and he was and very feeling, very quick very, to very respond good. to i mean jermichael finley was his teammate for five years like we can Everybody can hate on him all they want on Twitter. Like, he was maybe one of the greatest tight ends in team history. Like, his, his opinion matters. Like, 
anybody's opinion matters who was very, very good on that team. Like it's, it's okay for people to talk to him. I think he went on ESPN, Max Kellerman show. That's what he was unhappy with. Um, but I'll just say my point being, Jim, you were on Drew Brees for a number of years. Um, Donovan McNabb. Um, Eli Manning comes to mind for me. I mean, yeah. he was in the New York media and never, and I mean, just getting killed like day in and day out. Like, you know, they would collapse down the stretch and suffer some brutal losses and he wins two Super Bowls, right? Like he beats Tom Brady, but he in that market. And did he ever respond to anything? Maybe he did. And I don't know it, but no, I, I think you're right. And I think there's something to be said for those guys that don't, you know, it's, they're, they're that focused. Yeah. They're, they don't care enough to let people know what their opinion is. And they, hey, that's a, you really can't win. You're always going to upset somebody when you just start giving out your opinion. And I think personally, those guys we were around, I mean, look at Breeze is in the media now. McNabb, I think, is still in the media. I know he's had some issues, but those guys obviously have media savvy, mm-hmm. but when they played, they were quiet. Yeah, Speaking of I don't want to muzzle. I don't want to muzzle anybody. No, you don't either. want to. Mu- no, you don't I think have to it's be good. Muzzled. We're, it's good that we're getting authenticity. Yes. I'm just surprised at the weekly. Yeah. The, um, like pleasure when, you, when you're going coverage. back at people all the time. Yeah. That, that's. But speaking of Eli, I watched the first half of the Monday night game with Peyton and Eli. That broadcast they do. I was oh, just that's curious. Awesome. If you love football, like the the X and O part of football, yeah. they are they're great. They, they are outstanding, at, especially from the quarterback. They're telling you exactly what the, what, what they should be thinking about. Totally. I, I was impressed. That, that was more my style. I could watch that, I guess is what I'm saying. I'm not saying You're Lewis, being nice. Yeah, I, I like watching those guys. <laughs> Lewis is good. Lewis is good. He I like football. him. I'm not saying they don't. Greasy, I'm whatever yeah. on. But those kind guys, of toast. They, can give you, they can give you good examples, but still be laid back and have fun. And you feel like you're sitting around like you, we would be as friends watching a game, and but you're getting them, you're getting to yeah. learn things. They are those two are on a whole level with quarterback knowledge and football knowledge. And they had Brett Favre on. Favre was Favre, <laughs> which was awesome. Favre was great. Anybody they had Gronk on, yeah. and that was funny because he didn't give, he didn't care. You know what's funny with Favre too, and if, if people caught the broadcast with yeah. Eli and Payton, like I, I get it. And I, I mean, I've talked to Ty Detmer and other players, and I've used this anecdote in so many far stories and podcasts. But like when he early in his career, I mean, you probably no, heard it too. How he, did, he didn't know what a nickel, all-time favorite football, right? He didn't know what a nickel defense no. was, and like, but he, like, he knows. and he likes sharing that he, story. But he, knows. he is really smart. He is so like when it smart. comes to football, like he he can read a defense, no doubt, no doubt. as well as anyone, no and doubt. you're getting. To see that a little bit during those broadcasts i thought it was awesome it's yeah. just a really cool concept they have going there no doubt yeah it's it was it was great we had we had austin my brother over and as we're watching it we're like you know which broadcast we want to watch and just gravitated toward that because it was like it's like you at home with your brother that's watching a game that's how i felt it was really it was just sitting there with two of the greatest quarterbacks mm-hmm. ever that are brothers so all right well Kind of got off another tangent. I know. We, I, didn't, I forgot. I wanted to bring that up to you, and, and when you brought up Eli, it triggered that with me. I was like, but let's start with the uh, with the eye in the sky. So I think yeah. this is where we're at. Yep. You know, I'm not blowing smoke. Obviously, uh, I'm a little little biased because we've gotten close over this past year, and I, I feel like, you know, I talk to a lot of people around the league, Jim. I mean, players, coaches, scouts, and a lot of people who 
think they really know more than they might know. You are like at the cutting edge of <laughs> this game, this league, offensive football, where it's going. And so I just love that you're watching every snap of every quarterback, just like you did last mm. season for the hell of it. That was the first time I right? did it last year. So right. I had just to, to stay sharp, just, just to, to see, it. just to see what I could take. So we talked it. about it a lot, not a lot mm. on this show, but you're, you're doing that and, I'll let you explain how you grade it. Yes, yeah. I'll probably butcher it, but no, I will. just tell the listeners how you come it's, to that magical <clears throat> score on the right side of the screen and they can see on the Morris report. At the end of the day, I'm just trying to see the meaningful plays. Was it a good throw? You know, was it a tough throw or a great throw type concept? At the end of the other side of that is the negative points. Did you miss a wide open play that was going to be a first down? That's critical. Did you miss a play that was going to miss a throw that was going to ruin a drive or a touchdown? Those are minuses, obviously. Not every interception is a minus. If you get hit from behind and ball pops up, D lineman catches it, I'm not, I'm not getting you for that. I mean, it happens. So you're not getting minuses for that. At the same time, if you throw a jump ball and a guy makes a play, I may not give you a credit for a great throw. I mean, you put, you know, so that's kind of how I watch it. Obviously, yeah, obviously, you know, it's kind of my own opinion on the throws. So there's always that's why be, it's the eyeball. Test, that's, and right? yeah, that's why you have to watch there has it. To and be there's it. no set way to do it. And then you divide all those points into their number of rushing attempts because you get points for runs mm -hmm. and pass attempts. I love it because it's like, okay, there are a lot of great analytical websites out there and analytical reporters out there, and they're breaking this game down to a science. It's yeah. like they're they're cramming these numbers into an Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> seeing it when it spits out. Like there is a formula here, but it's very human. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what I want to go along. Like the, the game is played by human beings, and that's and how. Yeah, there Watch has to be some uh, your discretion, your perspective involved. That's put into this equation. It goes back to week one when you know you can put up great stats. Carr had great stats week one. He didn't play a great game. He made some great throws at the end of the game. He was really bad in the first half of the game one, but week two, he was lights out against Pittsburgh, who we know has a good defense. Um, and it was good to see because Carr last year showed that his consistent accuracy and throws down the field. I thought Carr was outstanding last year. Yeah. Um, golf the same way against, you know, that first week where they were getting blown out against San Fran. He was doing a lot of throws that didn't matter. Down, you know, San Fran was giving up some stuff they didn't care. So, yeah, his well, stats well, look good. Well, yeah, I was pulling up the. Uh, Let me see. I was pulling up the eye in the sky, and I, I, so I wasn't paying completely. I wasn't attention. crushing golf. I was saying he's he's a he's playing okay, but yeah. the stats don't. Necessarily, I, 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 here I am giving you all this love. All the this stats thing. don't necessarily show you everything. Oh. That's all I was saying. I well, might have to get Doug Whaley on here to replace you. You know, if you're just going to be bashing Jared Goff. Like We're this. available. There's, there's, you guys are, you're looking, you might want to look at some people that are getting paid to, to, to evaluate NFL, not Jared Goff. No, when little, we look at it, a little too low on this list. It's going to, now, the one thing I want to tell you, it's going to fluctuate a lot until about week eight, 10. We just need more sample size, obviously, yeah. like any type of analytical thing. So the sample size isn't big right now. So you're going to have Jameis Winston be at the top of the list week one and Jameis Winston be at the bottom of the list week two. I mean, that's the, once you get the roller coaster ride over with, with the sample side, you, you'll, you'll get a feel for who's really a consistent, good quarterback right now. And that's, that's the fun part of it, but it's cool to see some of the names like Daniel Jones is, this is the best I've seen him play. Like it's mm -hmm. the first time and I've been hard on Daniel Jones, but it's the first time I'm saying, Hey, I see a little bit what the giants might be seeing where, Hey, we, they see something in him. I think he needs to take another step mm -hmm. yet, but he obviously is showing some ability. I mean, 
The Redskins have a good defense. Washington football team, I got to get that out of my system. But that football team has a good defense, not a great they defense. They need a name. I mean, it's ridiculous. I, it's, it's, it's still ridiculous to call them the football team. Rivera's team, whatever. But they, they are... They have a good defense, not great. But anyway, I thought he did a nice job against them. And, and now, now this is where Daniel Jones needs to take a real step. They're 0-2, okay? They're playing a very average Atlanta Falcons team this week in New York. This is a game for Daniel Jones you have to win if you really want to say, I'm your franchise quarterback. You can't be 0-3 with another with – that would be two home losses yeah. and to a team that you need to beat. So this, to me – might be a reason I'm taking the Giants this week too, um, betting wise. But this is a game that Daniel Jones needs to win, or else I think there's serious questions. Do you bet on every game? No, 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 no. You gotta pick. No, you pick no. and choose. You, you you bet on every game. You'll you could flip coins and do better. Yeah, if you bet on every game. I got your rankings up. Yeah. Uh, and all right, just so yeah. in, in case people didn't get all that, like you get a plus one. Yeah, for uh, on a good play, good, good, a negative really one solid, on a bad play. Uh, yeah, and bad some plays play. might be nothing. Yeah, a lot of plays are nothing. A lot of plays are a dump off is nothing. Like if it's a right. little check down, zone coverage, I'm, you're not getting points for that. But so then you take that number mm-hmm. and then you, you divide it, those points divided into the amount of rushing attempts and passing attempts. Rushing attempts and passing attempts. Got to add both because I give you credit for good runs too. Okay. And that's why, because to be honest, Lamar Jackson. You know, guys like Lamar and Daniel Jones, yeah. to be honest, you got to give those guys credit. They make plays with their legs, and that's a big thing. But a lot of those, some of those plays are design runs, too. So, you know, if you're getting design runs for you, then you got to factor those in. All right. Well, so. let's look at it here because I think people are going to be very surprised at some things. I mean, we, everybody is, is going to have their own personal biases, and everybody is consuming – certain channels of media coverage and certain names yeah, are going to elicit certain emotions, but that's why I love it because you're, you're watching every sample every quarterback and yeah, you're, you'll be surprised at what you see two weeks in, like you said, small sample size right now. And that's why it's a little, but it'll change. It's Teddy Bridgewater. Number one. I mean, two weeks in a row, three, six, four, two weeks in a row. He's done nothing but make really good throws. Now against Jacksonville, he started, he, he it wasn't, a, you know, he didn't play as well as he did week one, but he still played really well. And no turnovers. Like, this is big. Like, guys that aren't turning the ball over. That's it. Mac Jones has not thrown an interception in two games for the mm-hmm. Patriots. That's That impresses, you know, that's a big thing, especially for the Patriots when you see the way Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence are just throwing picks nonstop. Yeah. It tells you that they've connected. Mac Jones has understood the offense, what's being asked of him, and obviously the Patriots are doing a nice job. They haven't – they're not asking Mac Jones to be a hero either. Right. Jacksonville and the Jets are doing to Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. They're asking him to do everything. And that's Matt hard Jones thing. is coming in at number nine. You know, and we'll uh, see at, how it shakes out. Uh, 0.261. He's playing his best defense this week against mm-hmm. the Saints. Okay, so let's let's see how this this is going to be a really good test for them. Um, I like that running back the Patriots have, Harris. They mean Harris. Uh, yeah, Harris. Mm-hmm. He's tough. That guy's a good running back. Another Alabama guy. Um, and the Patriots defense, guys. Mm. wrote about it in the report, but they are for real. They're showing up again. So, well, I say that, but they've also played Miami and the Jets. So that's why you just sample size is big. So we don't want to rush to judgment. Let's stay on the Patriots yep. so briefly. Yeah. Um, so I, I watched that game probably more closely than any other game this weekend. And I get it. It's the Jets, right? Like they stink and they've stunk for a long time. The Jets time. defense has some players. 
Yeah, CJ Mosley, yeah, Mark they, Smith. You're right. The Jets have some players they do. on defense. They do. I don't want to say they're not. Yeah. But I'll just say, like, watching yeah. that game, I mean, Bill Belichick, he, he embarrassed Zach Wilson. Like, it was hard to watch. He's known for that. Yeah, rookie, he's yes. known for that. Rookie, rookie quarterbacks, quarterbacks. Known for it. It was everything we've seen, though, to the upteenth degree. <laughs> it, it was, was a different was, stratosphere. I, at one point in the third quarter, <laughs> Zach Wilson had four completions and four interceptions. I, there was confusion. There was pressure. There was all of it. All of it. I mean, and, and you can see signs with Zach Wilson that he's kind of athletic. There was a play where Lawrence Guy had a free run at him, and he just like stared, like he kept his eyes downfield, and he juked him out of his shorts, and he threw him complete. But it's like, okay, like he has ability. I, I can see the ability it. is there. I, I can. So it's not like Zach Wilson is an absolute bum. No, 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 no. And what Belichick did, I, oh my god. I, Maybe it's premature, but I, I think that he's got a master plan here. And he, there, there's some brilliance to what he did this offseason <clears throat> in paying close to, what, $300 million for all those guys and just saying, you're right, let's, let's get by on the cheap. Cam Newton, you can come back at this rate. Hell, we might cut you. They ended up cutting him. Mac Jones, we'll just stay at 15. We're not going to try to mortgage our future to move up. We'll just take this guy from Alabama that completed 77% of his passes. He'll do what we say. We're not going to put him in bad situations. We're going to run the ball. We're going to add, add all these guys on defense. Get t- Dante Hightower. Those, the, the COVID gang is back. Yeah, they got them back. I like that. They're like, they could contend. I'm sold. Oh, if, if, if Mac Jones continues to not turn the ball over and yeah. play that way, they will be competitive. They'll be in every game. Yes, they, they can beat anybody. Not to give the Bills too much credit, but. The way the Patriots destroyed Zach Wilson was the way the Bills destroyed Miami. Totally. That the blitz scheme that they were using against Miami, not just the, the obviously those that Russo and uh, Epinesa. I always say his name. Epinesa. Epinesa. I don't know why I get that confused. <laughs> those two, the whole D line was getting after it, but the way they were blitzing the linebackers mm. too, Miami had zero clue what was going on. They were totally out coached and outplayed, and it, it reminded me what the Patriots did to Wilson. But yeah, it's. The Bills have to, they're going to have to contend with the Patriots if Mac Jones continues to play that way. Defensively, they've got studs at every level. I, you know, if you, we've been critical of Mac Jones. Like, oh, I, I think well, we I, want to see it. You, you want to you see, want to see it. it. And also at quarterback, I think it's like, okay, you need to do something special. Like you need this big arm. You need this athleticism. You need something that is uncoachable because you can be coached up. Or Mac Jones, he's not really that athletic. He's athletic enough, maybe. He's not doesn't really have that strong of an arm, but if if you've got if you've got the smarts like that can take you a long ways. And they're 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 gambling on his ability to to see the game quickly to try to. I mean Drew Brees, you look back at his first year in San Diego, threw the ball like twenty times a game. It wasn't much. Eventually he got to a point where he could be thrown at 40, every 50 play. times every play. Like I, um, Matt, to to your point. Mac Jones hasn't been asked. He hasn't needed to be perfect yet or great. You know, he hasn't made the throws that you just say, wow. on. But to also his credit is he hasn't, you know, hurt his team. He's made all the throws they're asking him to make right now. That's a very fair way to bring a rookie in. And they're, you know, they just, they have a plan. Russell Wilson, same thing, right? But as far as first year, he came in, he didn't throw much at all. Like it, it goes a long way. So I, it's there's a way to bring rookie quarterbacks along. You can see it too. Like they're not, he's not going to make mistakes. They're not going to put him in bad situations. Now, if he does, I mean, we're gonna. This, I will say, I'm looking forward to watching that against yes. the Saints. I am. 
Yes, Saints Patriots. Saints. Let's get into that then. Game of the week. Um, I, I what think, are you looking for? No, I do. I think the Patriots can. I, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, you talking about Rams Tampa is the game of the week. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, well, that's the game of the week. Yes, yes. Jeez, Tampa. In How many Louis have I had? Oh, you hit for this time of day. It's a yeah. good start. Uh, you wish this. You wish the Tampa Rams game was a prime timer, but hey, we'll take 4:25 p.m. Um, I think the Rams are going to get Tampa this week. Um, and I was, you know, when you dive into it a little bit, Tampa's third down offense is ranked 30th in the NFL right now. That's surprising. Um, they're getting away with some, you know, they've made Brady obviously is, is lights out, but if they can pressure, like we always talk about with Brady or any quarterback, until you find a way to pressure Brady, they do eat you apart. Like they Mm -hmm. just have that, they have enough talent. They're good up front and Brady has time and he's going to make the right decisions. I think the Rams have the recipe, though. Atlanta was in that game against Tampa. And we know Atlanta is very average. That was a good game in the fourth quarter. Atlanta battled back. It looked like it was going to be ugly, but they battled back and then had some unfortunate interceptions. The game got out of hand again. But the Rams are going to really test Tampa. And Tampa's going out there. And I just I feel like this is a week where the Rams, if they're, if they're all this greatness that they're talking about, and they are playing very well right now, I think the Rams beat Tampa this week. You know, my problem is, Jim, like subconsciously, Tom Brady is bigger than any single team. So when we talk about the Patriots and we talk about mm-hmm. – in my head, I'm thinking he was Tom, Tom Brady. Yeah, the Patriots. It's the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. I, I still can't get out of that. It's funny. Mode. Mac Jones climbs the pocket very much like Brady. I mean, it's almost like huh. how, did, how did they get a guy – that has the similar thing coming out of college where <laughs> oh my God. wasn't the most athletic arm strength, good enough, not special, but intelligence and not turning a ball over. And here they are again. And they, w- they couldn't have known he would be there. I mean, if they thought he was Tom Brady, they would have, everybody would have made a move to, you know, whatever, but Hey, they have them. And honestly, it looks, they look like the Patriots we think of. Nobody wants to hear it here in Buffalo. No. But can, you, can you imagine? No. Can you imagine if they actually did find their quarterback for the next 20 years? Uh, they, I could tell you that early signs say yes, but, you know, like we said, more sample size to come. What might stand out to people as well on the, uh, the eye in the sky, Josh go. Allen, um, number 21 through two games. Yeah. He's at .173. Yeah. And it can, if you look, it's very, you know, it's he gonna can fluctuate. shoot right up. He you can know, shoot you right can, up. It will. The, yes. the fluctuation is going to happen. It's that. This is a week where, you know, Washington has, like I said, they have a good defense. It's not a great defense. You know, we talked about early in the year, a lot of people, with us included, thought Washington's defense was going to be this, like, yeah, they're, they're good, but they haven't played like a top five defense. They've been picked apart pretty well. And the way the Bills look, you know, this is a time now where put together and put another good game together, Josh, where the big plays haven't necessarily come easy for them like they did last year, which mm-hmm. we talked about that in the offseason where teams plan now. They game plan in the offseason. They start studying these offenses that caught them by storm last year, and the Bills were one of them. How are they defending Josh Allen? Why no, has he not been the same quarterback? I, don't feel, I feel like he has missed some throws down the field. Um, but I thought, I thought he got a little better against Miami. He, he certainly looked more like himself against Miami. They, Diggs is the guy I'm not noticing down the field as much as I did last year. Where Emmanuel Sanders, I am noticing where I, they got to find a way to keep him getting him involved. He is, he's he, good. He is good. He uncovers with route running. He makes the play when his hands are good. 
that was a really nice signing, Emmanuel Sanders, to help that receiving core because Beasley's limited. You know what Beasley is. And Diggs can do everything, but I'm just not seeing Diggs run by people and really be that take the top off yet guy. Diggs was maybe the best wide receiver oh. in football last season. And it's, he still could be this year. It could come, but maybe teams are maybe teams are trying to take him away a little bit more. Are you noticing anything? No, they, I can't say the safety. That's over, what I can't think like I that. I have not noticed that because the Bills, Bills, I mean, they use so many guys. I think mm-hmm. you have to be, you know, you have to be. Now, it was nice to see them run the ball, attempt to run the ball. But the one thing we haven't talked about with the Bills, these running backs need to find a way real quick to hold on to the football. That is a concern. And mm-hmm. it's going to drive it. It's a coach. I'm role. sure McDermott doesn't care that right. much about fumbling. It, it'll keep you up at night. I mean, you have, that dependability is everything at running yeah. back. And Singletary has three fumbles, not lost, but three fumbles. And Moss had one last week. Josh Allen fumbles the ball. He does. You're talking about those guys are your main ball handlers when they're running the football. Say they, this about Aaron Rodgers. He never fumbles. It's crazy. It crazy. It's not so good. There could be a guy come like the, the best of the best. That, yeah. Like they just know when they somebody's know. right there and they tuck it. Yeah. But I think that's something to pay attention to that they need to really sure up um, the bills. They, 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 you can't do that. I mean, putting the ball on the ground, it's just, it's really, it's unacceptable. It, it, it'll drive you crazy and it'll get you out of the league for Singletary and Moss. Who, you know, they, those guys are good running backs, but they're, if they fumble, they'll be, they'll be moving on from them quick. It is strange though with Josh Allen. I mean, the, the overthrow to Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, right? I mean, he's been, he's been missing guys. He, he had some, Dropped interceptions. Yes, maybe um, he did have like even last season as yeah amazing as he played, he probably had I don't know seventeen or eighteen dropped interceptions. So there's still I can't remember who did it. Maybe it was Pro Football Focus. There was a, a big number. A, there was a montage. Yeah, he subjective, did. right? But he did. He had some. They all do. Yeah, they. But yeah, so, somehow it needs to get back to that point where everything just seems to come easy. Last season, it was just automatic, man. Like, they just revved into another gear, and nobody could stop them, especially into November and December. And then they got into the playoffs, and, you know, if Darrell Williams doesn't hop on that fumble against Indianapolis, that could be a different story. No question. Baltimore, I mean, it was windy. I get it. But he did not play like himself in that game. And then, obviously, against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, Josh Allen was not Josh Allen. I, I just think that the Bills need to kind of look in the mirror and have some self-awareness here, whether it's Dayball, McDermott, Allen. Everybody has to be on the same page and be like, look, we got to run the ball. Like, we have to take what defenses are giving us. You're not yourself. We can't go out there and throw. He threw the ball 50 times in the opener. Ten, there were 10 snaps of zero personnel in week one across the NFL. Nine of those snaps were the Bills. Like, yeah, we give Brian Dayball a lot of praise on this we podcast, do. We have, and rightfully sure. so. We have, but I mean, dude, come on! Like, what? What are you doing? Like, Singletary looks like the player everybody told us he was, with all the work he did with Nick Hicks down in Florida. Like, he, he does. He looks good. He had that extra gear. He was decisive. Zach Moss is a bruiser and yeah. a banger. I don't he, really understand why Sean McDermott had him as a game day inactive in Week One. More to it than that, I guess. Something. It doesn't make sense. I think he just probably overthought it with special teams. You know, you think Taiwan Jones, Matt Breed, I gave you different things. Like, I get it, the fumbles. That's a good point. But well, I mean, Ma- Moss gives you a dimension for this offense. Singletary gives you a dimension for this offense. Don't relegate them to being the uh, Luke Longley and uh, <laughs> Ron Harper of your offense. They're just, 
you know? They're they, just along for the ride. <laughs> they were actually pretty good players. They were they, good Rand, players. Let's go Randy Brown those, those and guys, Bill Wennington. Yeah, those guys there were we good. Go. They were good big men. They, they had treat it like he's Bill Wennington. But Joe, I like that comparison. Yeah. Zach Moss and Bill Wennington. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, they, they need the threat of a running game. Every, every team does. Just a threat. It doesn't mean you have to. Just to have a threat, the defense has to know you may run it in certain situations. Look at the Packers, Jim. What did they do? I mean, the Lions, but they ran the ball. They were patient. They chipped Aaron Jones like they chipped away. He's so good. Mm -hmm. That that is that is an all around really good running back. I know there's like the push pass and a couple dump off touchdowns. Sure, like he not Aaron Jones was the best player on the field. No, yeah, he yeah. We don't talk. Rogers gets this gift that he's back now, but. I mean, that game wasn't necessarily – Rogers played a damn good game. A couple of those throws, especially in the second quarter there. The, the Tanyan throw and the uh, Devontae Adams. The Adams throw just 50 yards oh, downfield. Oh, like right on. You know, he caught him in single high safety. Like, for whatever reason, the Lions, they were playing with that two-deep look all game, forcing the Packers to be patient. <laughs> That's they're all winning, the Mannings were talking They're, they're winning 17-14, and then – Mannings are like, too deep, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But the second they don't, the yes. second they don't, he makes you pay. He makes a play. I, the Bills have to kind of do the same thing. And I think Josh hasn't shown – it's not like Josh is playing bad. It's just he spoiled everybody last year, and it, it's there. It's going to – I think it's going to be fine. I yeah, mean, he, he I agree. That. It better be there with well, what they paid him. It's time. Right? It's I mean, they time. paid him a lot of money. And you don't want to lose another home game. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, that week one, okay, that Steeler team isn't that good. I will say, too, I mean, they won 35 to nothing. And we're nitpicking here, obviously. Like, teams are going to take 35 to nothing wins over a division opponent, opponent any day of the week. Now right. it's time. To, okay, show up again. Now put, put another one together. Yeah. Obviously, it won't be 35 to nothing. But Washington's offense, you know, McLaren and Logan Thomas, you know, you have to be ready for those guys. But other than that, this is a game the Bills should keep that scoring. The, the Washington team shouldn't score too much on the Bills. He he does need to be special, though. I think I, it's time team. to see. It's, you know? Oh, I agree. Because the Super Bowl is the expectation. God, but you're going to have to be. What, what we watched when you watch Lamar against Mahomes. Yeah. That. That's what you need from Josh. Something special. Yeah. You do. Mahomes is the bar. That's you have to get past. And the reason that Kansas City lost that game the other night was the turnovers in the fourth quarter. Mahomes had a bad one, and um, the running back fumbled. So it's like, once again, you know, we we, we talk about Mahomes all the time, but that can't happen. That yeah, that turnover in the fourth quarter bad. can't happen. That was bad. So anyway, but to beat but to, but those to beat two that, are that team, good, right? Too. Like we can talk about the running game, right? And I get it. They have. To, I, right. I'm just saying they need to run the ball more while they kind of have figure everything else out have and have a threat. But eventually, you're going to get into January football, and you're going to need Josh Allen to be special. We saw Lamar Jackson be special saw it. Monday night. That, that was, awesome. was or th- Sunday night. Sunday that night. was unbelievable. Mental toughness. Mental toughness. I mean, Overcame the, uh, to a rough start. It didn't phase him. Pick six where Sammy Watkins falls down. That, was, that wasn't his fault, right? Like ridiculous just, penalties, just like over illegal that. man downfield. Like on it the doesn't phase him. It doesn't phase him, right? He just keeps coming, keeps man. Coming. Everything's downhill. That unique blocking scheme. It's Greg I mean, Roman. He's Greg it's, Roman. But yeah, it, it was that was special. I mean, he that was the definition of that was guys. Special. I got and it. you saw special in Josh Allen. It's in there. It's there. It's in there. Oh, it's there. So it's a long season. Long season. I think that they'll get that out of them at some point. Um, but it is a good test. I mean, like as you wrote, 
I, granted, Washington is Washington, but they've they got some good players. It's a good defense. It's, it's a game at home. A, you should take care of. It's a good of, defense right? that you, if you're if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, yeah. take care of home, beat this team, keep it moving. Let's stay in the division. Yep. Turn it into an AFC podcast again. Happens. AFC East, uh, Miami Dolphins, Jim. Wow. Wow. Well, you're gonna you you you're ready to dive into them. Um, yeah, pretty good, and, and I think you have a great point um, as far as some of their other their picks. And you have but, a cornerback drafted in the first round that is a game day inactive. You have an offensive lineman in Austin Jackson who gets beat like a drum. They're on this line, and you've got a quarterback in Tua Tunga Viola who we've it's spoken on him a lot on the show. He does not look worthy no. of where they took him. And the excuses are running out. You gave him weapons. He's another full year removed from the injury. You know he's small. You know he plays small. You know he's susceptible to injuries. He cracks his rib. Um, you could say, oh, freak. Th-. But, like, that was part of it. Part of it. That was part of the pit. Part of it. No, I, you know what? Brissett is such a – he's really an ideal number two um, in the NFL. And it's going to be interesting to see how they play in Vegas this week with Brissett. You know, when a quarter when a backup gets thrown into a game, that's really hard for the backup. Mm-hmm. They they get very little reps during the week. Backup quarterbacks, only one guy is preparing for the game. Yeah. So Brissett's now had a full week to prepare. You know, I'm gonna see how he how that team responds with Brissett. Um, and and use his arm strength as a chance to get down the field now with, with the weapons they have, because they do have some weapons. Um, but I don't know if they can protect Brissett. I mean, I, he can't move, he, he can't move. So we're, we're getting caught up in the trees here as we should, but if you look at the forest, it's like look at the forest here where you have all these picks, all this draft capital and everybody's telling you how great you are and what how you do? every trade they made, it was like, Oh, my another stroke of genius, genius by Chris Deere and Brian Ford. You have to find talent. At some point picks. you need to hit the picks. Look at the <laughs> Cleveland Browns when they went all in on analytics. Um, it, gosh, uh, Sasha. Yeah, Brown, before right? that, yes. Like it was all the way in the analytics and the one draft, <laughs> I feel like they had 20 picks or something insane, but they, they traded out of pick after pick. They ended up with Corey Coleman in the first round. He's terrible. Terrible. They couldn't draft. No, they couldn't sign players. No, they stunk. Deshaun Kaiser was their quarterback. You guys worked him out oh. that draft with the bills. Oh. You said he was terrible in, in the it workout. Was, it was beyond a, I, it's just like, you couldn't have done work as an evaluator, as a staff. and thought he was going to be the answer right. to your, to be a star. I mean, it was just mind boggling. So you're the Browns and it's like, everybody is saying what you're doing is brilliant and you're trading down and down and down that draft. They had up with Deshaun Kaiser, right? Yeah. It's like, well, why not just stay where you are and take the, take the right guy. They should have seen that. Is the Miami defense, you know, are they as good as, you know, they played last year? I mean, this is, this team is certainly taking a step backwards where the Patriots have made a step forward quick. Right. It's really funny to see how the division plays out, but and the Jets are still the Jets right now. But I, I don't know. I that Miami team. I mean, I am I am interested to see how they play with Brissett. I I just feel like this. I think they're dead. I think they're done. No, they, I think this, the season's over. It, it very well could be. Make if it's Patrick, but maybe maybe the best defensive back in football, and, if not top five. And they just you they drafted him. They saw him play. Lights out as a rookie. You bring in Brian Flores out of that Patriots Super Bowl win over the Rams. I mean, it was a 
incredible game for the defense. I mean, the game plan was spot on. They made Sean McVay look like Mike Malarkey. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and I get it. He's that's he's defense, man. His scheme, his way. He's going to look for what he wants to look for. Megan Fitzpatrick, when we talked that following offseason for a story of Bleacher Report, he was pretty honest, Jim. Like he, he said, Look, they, they wanted me to be Patrick Chung. They wanted me to be in the box, close to the line of scrimmage, mm. getting banged around. Mm. And he just knew his worth. He knew his value. And if it's, he knew it was best for the team yeah. for him to be looking at the quarterback, to be away from the line of scrimmage, reacting, reading, all of that stuff, using this range. That's what he does. That's what he does. And kudos to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm trading for Minka Fitzpatrick after they lose Ben Roethlisberger for the season. Mm-hmm. Like they saw the big picture. They knew they were bringing in one of the best players in football. And now you saw what you saw week one, where on the back end, he's confusing Josh Allen. He's doing his thing. Like, that's why I think the dolphins are kind of forever doomed here. If you're not going, if you're, if you're going to screw something like that up, if you're going to screw something like the Tua Tango Viola pickup, I don't think it's premature. Look at Justin Herbert. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's where that's where it's going to be. These things add up, and it doesn't yeah. matter how many damn picks you have. What else you do? It that, really that doesn't. Quarterback, and that's that position. We we talk about it on this show all the time, and it's why. Yeah. It it, it really is it's all that matters in football is that guy. Yeah. So if two is not the guy, set you back, especially when especially yeah. when Herbert was sitting there. I mean, I can't believe they beat New England in week one. It's incredible. How did the hell did they beat the Patriots? Well, it, it's that's the NFL, though, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's and the Patriots aren't like I said. They're they're showing signs of things, but they're not like some wide open great team right now offensively. I mean, like I said, they're doing Mac Jones is doing what's asked of him, but they're not letting him loose and letting him throw down the field a lot. That's going to have to eventually. They're going to have to find ways to get some big play scores. That's a good comparison with Tua because they won 10 games last season with Fitz and Tua, but they didn't ask Tua to do a lot. No, They played good defense. They ran the ball okay. I think the difference with Mac Jones and Tua, I I do see more rhythm and more of a willingness in Mac Jones to kind of grip it and rip it and throw it downfield. Tua, you didn't really see that. No, I agree with that. Mac Jones seems a lot more comfortable than Tua did coming in like that. All right. Anything else before we uh, no, I record think, our picks? Uh, yeah, I, I got a couple picks I like. We got tonight. We got Carolina, Houston. Yeah. We got another rookie starting tonight. Oh yeah, Davis Mills for David Cully, the head coach. Any thoughts on David Cully? Well, we um, talked about him last week. A yeah, they're bit, playing. Right? You know what? They're that team's that team's not. A, it's not a bum team at all. They they have some players on that team. People need to understand that that this team is. They're playing pretty. They're they're giving some good good effort on defense they're doing what they can offensively I don't know enough about Davis Mills against Carolina's defense but I'd like I said funny things happen on a short week when you're you know so they have the advantage of being at home so all right if anybody out there um didn't catch it the bonus report it's excellent thanks man. um the quarterback rankings it's not the typical no it's yes shot into the atmosphere um that's based in analysis and perspective i'm putting some, I'm putting some work in on it and uh we got a story on lavisca chanel jr at go long 
Um, Did you ask him about Urban Meyer? Gosh, we were too busy talking about his dad getting hit by a truck when he was 10 years old. Quite the time. Didn't, yeah, it didn't really come up. But, you know, it was before the season. We caught up. Yeah. It would have been. He probably wasn't even – he probably only been around Urban no, just was, a little bit. It was Thursday morning because I, uh, I flew into Charlotte. So, yeah, I tell everybody here I'm working on a book. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say what the book is about quite yet. Yeah, but still. But, um, put it out there. Been it's traveling cool. around. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I think people are going to like it a lot. So I was in Charlotte working on that. And then drove from Charlotte to Jacksonville to, uh, to see LaVisca Chenault. And, man, unbelievable. I mean, I can't imagine being 10 years old. No. Seeing what he saw. It's, they were driving back from a pool party uh, just outside of Dallas. His family was five siblings in the car. And uh, the dad wanted to take over the driving from his mom. They pull over on Loop 12, busy highway. He was wearing kind of like slippery footwear. He slipped, he falls into the highway and he gets clipped first. And he they survived that, but then, then he gets hit head on by a truck and then more cars hit him and he flew 50 yards. And LaVisca was the wide receiver Oof. for the Jaguars. It was sitting in the front row between Can't his mom and his know. dad. He saw all of this, all of it. Um, I don't know how you move no, on. No, I think no. hopefully the story no. kind of is able to capture how he dealt with it because i don't think he either like thought about it all the time and i don't think he buried it in his mind i think it kind of became who he was at that age at 10 you're becoming who you are as a human being and he just shut down he just no he wouldn't even talk to his younger brother right too and it just now i would say just as he got into the nfl he's really been busting out of his shell um he's had a lot of injuries you know colorado as a sophomore, six games in, he led the nation in receptions and yards. Yeah. So he's got some talent. He's a beast. Um, but yeah, I don't want to give too much away. Um, go along TD.com if you want to check it out. Really interesting to, uh, you know, and you know, c- credit to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, we've spent time on here, you know, bitching and complaining about <laughs> like access. Really, you know, yeah, I just, you know, I, especially doing the podcast with Bob. You know, and Bob McGann, you know, you the Time Bob pod for subscribers. And he, uh, you know, he brings me back to the 80s and then the early 90s when, like, he, him and Ron Wolf, he could, he could just they hang could out. Just he could talk yeah, anytime. Yeah. I like that. He, he, uh, he talked about going to the hotel room where the Packers receivers were staying during training camp. One guy just got cut and he's just talking to his <laughs> hotel room. The guy him. was still in the covers, like, pissed off at the team. So, like, once upon a time, it was humans talking to humans. And that's, that's what I want Go Long to be. I want it to just be humanizing the, the game of football. You know, humans talking to humans. Let's get to know these guys on a level that you're not going to get on ESPN, that you're not going to get on NFL Network, at The Athletic, any other place where you can really get to know guys. And it's, it's a battle. It's an ongoing battle access-wise. But, um, but credit to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're excellent PR department. They I had this idea. Um, I'm talking to LaVisca Chanel, and they – made him available. We talked for an hour and a half, at least. Amazing. Um, it, it was great. So hopefully it can lean into that with some other teams locally, regionally, and keep these stories coming, Jim. Well, can we at least give, can we talk about the book deal at all? Can we at least tell people what it's not about or no? I have to check with my publisher. All right, let's not talk about it. I just don't want to, you know, put them in harm's way mm-hmm. myself. I just, no, I'm not going to say anything. The second that we can, I'm going to though, no. because it's been a lot of fun. I was in Austin, Texas last week as well. Um, can be down in Florida again. So it's uh, it'll be a fun. It'll be a fun read. I'll say I that. Like it. I it'll like it. 
All right, that'll do it for us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Be sure to check out our our picks podcast, which will be a little shorter. But yeah, you know, you got a gambling expert here. Why why aren't we picking these games? Right? You can read some of my stuff at pickswise.com too. Pickswise.com. I'm burying the lead. No, I I, I'm doing doing? some. No, it's a gambling website that is a. I have some stories on there and some uh, shows. I'm doing some picks. So we have effectively brought Jim to the dark side. You are part of us now. You're part of the media. I always tell you're part of, you know, Aaron Rodgers might blast you because you're part of the media. You feel good. But I will always say you can pay attention to the picks we give out, but make your own picks. (laughs) It's always better to make your own picks. You you don't want, don't lose your money with somebody else's picks. I will say too, like everybody check it out. (laughs) Pickswise.com. Jim's writing for them as well. Like, you're an excellent writer. Hey. You went to school for journalism. Yeah. You've got that background. It's, it's in your blood. I wrote a lot of scouting reports. Yeah. So I need to learn how to maybe write a little more, you know, but at least I did a lot of writing over my time in the NFL. But yeah. So I love it. It's fun. I'm learning from it. you, learning from you and Bob. Oh, well, I'm learning from you. That's for damn sure. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening, making this a part of your lives. It's, it is interesting, Jim. I just feel like, you know, I listen to podcasts. Adam Carolla tried to Robert Mays at the athletic. He's got a really good podcast. Um, Well, sorry. Listen, the dispatch is good. There's, there's a bunch of different ones you try to tap into. It's tough. It's it's tough to juggle podcasts. Everybody's busy. Everybody's doing things. I just want everybody to know, like, appreciate it. We appreciate it. Like the fact that you make this part of your life, like that's awesome. And it means so much to us. So um, tweet at us, email us, go long TD at gmail.com. Let us know what you want to listen to, what you want to hear. And uh, we'll keep it going every Thursday here at Go Long. See you guys soon.